Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Uh, I don't want to do too much of that. Um, this is Love the Graps podcast. You know that because you clicked on it through your podcast machine. Well done. Um, this is just another quick intro from me, Chris. Hi. Uh, just to give you an extra episode. Um, this is one of our episodes that we've taken from our charity album which is still available. It's not going to be available that much longer. Next week, we will be tallying up all the money and we will be giving it over to um, Eve, uh, domestic abuse charity here in Northampton. Um, if you go over to lovethegraps.bandcamp.com, you can still buy yourself a copy. That's lovethegraps.bandcamp.com. Uh, the f- episode that we're going to play for you, I mean, you can play it yourself, just press play, um, is our episode that we did about your picks for who's going to be breakout stars next year, this year, now, 2018. Um, What we did was take from the Facebook group a bunch of suggestions that people had made um, and we spoke about it. So please do enjoy that and please head over to lovethegraps.bandcamp.com and give whatever you can. Even if you've got no intention listening to the rest of the episodes, it's a great cause um, and I can only... You you will go. You, you might go to hell anyway, but you've got less of a chance of going to hell if you go ahead and make that donation. So go and do that. Thanks. Bye. See you soon. Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Hiya, again. Welcome to the podcast, (laughs) Love the Graps. I don't know what order you're listening to these special episodes in, uh, but this could be the third or fourth time you've heard us say that. Could be the first time, in which case, hiya, for the first time. Yeah. I wish it was the first time I was hearing us do that little bit. (laughs) We just done. Stop giving away the magic. Yeah. um, Sometimes stuff doesn't work out and we have to repeat our bits. We had to repeat it because you had to reach for something and made a noise like an old man. Well, yeah. Do you know what? Next, I'm 35 next year. Wow. That's basically. I, I wasn't. Ex- I, you know, I don't expect to live to 70, so I'm already, <laughs> I'm already well past middle age. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Text in if you think Chris should live to 70. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's have a poll. What year do you think I should die? Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, we're all going to die next year. Yeah, apocalypse. Um, so we're doing these special Christmas episodes. We are scraping the barrel for content. <laughs> <laughs> so we have taken a trip to our Facebook fan group. Fan group. It's not a fan group, is it? No, it's not fan. I mean, they, I mean, obviously they are our fans. Yeah. If you're listening to this, I consider you a fan of mine. <laughs> is that your hate listening? Yeah. In which case, you're still welcome. Yeah. Maybe contribute. Well, thanks for donating. Yeah, because you can't hear this. Unless you stole it. Oh, yeah. What kind of a person is that? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, uh, so, so um, uh, Meg Hewitt, friend of the show, um, asked a very nice question she did. on the Love the Graps Facebook group. Join us. Search for Love the Graps on Facebook. Um, you might get approved. I asked, um, I, you can set a question All right, on there. So set I one. set that up. 
earlier um and the question was prove to me you are human <laughs> what is the hardest part of the ring ah. that's a question that's a pretty great uh security question for yeah. wrestling fans isn't it yeah because everybody knows the answer i had one earlier totally not a real person no yeah yeah if you're listening to this and you're not a real person don't even think of joining the facebook group no, no please do if you're not a real person yeah what if it's like a robot dog mate it's the future everyone welcome uh, <laughs> that wasn't even a dig. <laughs> Do you think robot dogs are welcome at Progress? Well, obviously dogs are welcome at Fight Club Pro. Tell yeah. your dog. Yeah, and and Progress in Eve. Yeah, the um, Bubba the Love Pug. Um, <laughs> Is that his name? It's, it's Bubba. Now... It's Bubba, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I reckon the security at the ballroom might get a bit funny. Yeah, you couldn't take a hot dog in. No, no. Sneak it in. You can if you Joe Afton though. Joe Afton because he comes in through another door. Yeah. If you want to get food in, talk to Joe. Smuggle it in in Joe's pockets. Yeah. Joe, can you hide this kebab up your shirt? (laughs) Sounds so wrong. (laughs) Anyway, what did Meg ask? Um, So you know we have we have some nice conversations on there, um, and she posited the question: What? Who is your pick? for breakout star of 2018 who do you yeah. think is going to be next big thing or somebody who's going to have a really great year in 2018 yeah, it, might, it might be someone who's already there or thereabouts but is going to take that extra step yeah or it might be somebody that you've only just seen taking their first nascent steps in in british wrestling um and you you see bright things for them even if it's just somebody who's growing lovely for the whole year <laughs> or it might be a tiny man who's been around forever yeah. <laughs> um, who, for some reason, is just... Who somebody ironically clicks. likes. Yeah. Um, I mean, are we talking about the same person? No, I think we're talking about very oh, different right. okay, We'll right. get to that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go through a lot of the suggestions. Yeah. And we'll, on we'll get our thoughts on that. Um, I've got my iPad out, so I'll be reading these out. Um, Alan will be reacting. Um, he's doing a reaction face now. I think he's shocked. Stunned. That is a shocked face. Yeah. It's a real... You know, them reaction videos... Mm, People love them, gifts. don't they? Yeah. yeah. It's a thing, isn't it? Um, so, should, should I go top to bottom or yeah. bottom to top? Go top to bottom. Top to bottom. So, first on the list, Dan Reed, um, yeah. off the internet. They, they, all of these people are off the internet. <laughs> um, Dan Reed suggests Jamie Hayter. A couple of people said Jamie Hayter. Yeah, we um, saw Jamie Hayter for the first time at She Won. Yeah. Um, Pro Wrestling Eve uh, in November. Yeah, so if you go back and listen to our episodes about Pro Wrestling Eve... Yeah, we were big um, on her. Yeah, particularly, I think, our first episode, we mm. spoke about her loads. We were well into her. Um, I don't think she's been wrestling all that long. No. Um, she's from the South. The South, yeah. I think she's a student of uh, Andy Simmons stroke Rishi Ghosh. Andy Boy Simmons or yep. Andy Man Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be Andy Man Simmons no, now, hasn't boy. he? He's still a boy. He's not a boy. He's still a boy. Mm. He's he's growing lovely that boy. One of those absolute boys. Yeah, that's nice. just Jezza. Yeah, he's okay. the only absolute boy. Um, um, so yeah, she's from the south. Yeah, uh, not done a lot around um, bits and bobs yeah. here and there, um, but made a bit of a splash in Eve qualifying for she won. Yeah, uh, on her debut. Yeah, with Eve, uh, and then taking part in the she won tournament itself, where in her first match, yeah, she picked a big win. She did. Yeah, I can't remember who it was against. <laughs> Do you remember? Um, it was against... <laughs> um, 
No. No. It's gone, isn't it? Yeah. But she picked up a big win, I remember. Oh, Laura Di Matteo. That's it. She ended yeah, Laura yeah, Di Matteo's yeah, yeah. unbeaten streak. Yeah. Well yeah. done, everyone. Yeah. Don't edit. We don't edit. <laughs> Thanks for shouting that out, everybody at home. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. oh, I've got my earphones in. I'm, I'm, I'm on the bus and I'm shouting, Laura Di Matteo, Laura yeah. Di Matteo. Um, um, but yeah, she was very good. And I particularly liked, and this is a weird thing to like, mm. she had really glittery makeup around her eyes. On, well, on one side of her head. Yeah, on like, one on day one. Perhaps that's yeah. why we didn't talk about her much on day two. Yeah. I think what happened is she, she fell over. There was a big pool of glitter <laughs> somewhere. She fell over, put her hands out to stop herself. Yeah. Um, and without knowing, just, just you know, rubbed yeah. her face and just ended up with a big face full of glitter. Yeah, and then that, that happy accident didn't occur on day two. Yeah. Thus, no glitter. Yeah. Um, but I think we'll see. I mean, the fact that Dan has suggested her. Dan might know a little bit about what's going to happen in Eve in yeah. 2018, so I think we might see quite a bit more. Of, I do of wonder Jamie whether Hayner he's playing to the uh, playing to the choir there, preaching yeah. to the choir. Yeah, because we'd already said that she was good. He just wants to get in our good books. Yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, Martin Bentley um, and Dan Reed backing him up on this a bit. Yeah. Um, so another um, woman, another um, woman who's debuted for Eve. Uh, recently, and that's uh, Sadie Gibbs, who I don't know loads about. I'd not really heard of Sadie Gibbs until she had a WWE tryout. Um, yeah, she, I, she's like the gym gymnast. Yeah, from something, some other world, yeah. uh, not wrestling. There is a world outside wrestling, everybody. Um, yeah. Sometimes people come from that world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she is one of them. And she made her debut on the Eve pop up show. Yeah, uh, last week uh, as we record this, I don't know when you're listening to this. Mm. Um, which is for a thing. Uh, but she appeared in a very short match, um, beat Chikara. Uh, a lot of fun. Looks good. Potential to be there. If there's one thing I'll say about Martin Bentley, he knows his women. Um, he is a big fan of women's wrestling. And yeah. um, if yeah. he, he can he looks... see something, yeah. then it probably is going to realise itself. Yeah. And, and again, I think we'll probably see quite a bit of Sadie in... In 2018, and Dan did say maybe 2019 might be her year because she is still very fresh. Well, let's look at somebody um, who has come from another background and had a real killer year, especially in the UK, but also um, in North America, uh, Matt Riddle. Yep. And he, you know, he, he obviously had a really great 2017, but he was bubbling under last year. Like yep. he just started to sort of um you know make a name for himself and he had basically walked into wrestling fully formed yeah um and it sounds like that there's a little bit of that with, yeah. with sadie gibbs um we'll see It'll be inter- yeah. interesting to um to see what happens with her um and that's always quite a nice it's an interesting sort of story when you've got somebody who who has come from the outside with a lot of like very visible potential, yeah. Especially an ath- like a proper athlete, yeah. And you try and watch that be realised, yeah. Um, because I mean, most people get into wrestling because they're wrestling fans, yeah. Um, and there are degrees of athleticism, yeah. There. Um, so it'd be interesting. I mean, I don't know anything about Sadie Gibbs. She might be a wrestling fan, yeah. Um, but let's presume not. Um, and it would be nice to see how she picks it up. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Good luck to you, Sadie Gibbs. Thanks for listening. Yes. Um, moving on. Uh, got a couple of suggestions from Stephen Pettiford. And uh, that's uh, Bino and Bronco. Yeah. 
Um, both from the Dragon Pro Wrestling School. That's Man Like Beano and Bronco Brendan White. Yeah. Um, both uh, wrestle semi-regularly in attack, but also a bit more regularly in chaos, maybe. Especially Beano. Yeah. More so Beano than, uh, than Brendan. Yeah. Um, and Beano uh, just made his progress debut. He did. On one of their um, Tough Apart Dome shows. shows. Yeah. Um, I would put these two in, we've talked before on this podcast about people who are, are just, they're, they're one step away from clicking. Yeah. And I think both of them for different reasons mm. are there. I think Bino as a character is great. Yeah. Um, his in-ring, I, I just, I'm not. We haven't seen loads yeah, from I'm, him. I, what I've seen, I think he, he just needs to just turn it up that little bit more. Yeah. Uh, whereas, with uh, Brendan White, it's perhaps the other way around. Yeah, Bre- Brendan, uh, you see a lot of, like, oh, I hate to say it, I'm going to sound like the worst, I mean, not the worst wrestling fan, that, that it gets a lot worse than this, um, but he's got very solid fundamentals. Yes. Yeah. Um, like, as if I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I, we, I, I, we were talking before this a little bit about, about Brendan and... Um, he he has been making sort of sporadic appearances for for fight um to, for attack sorry, um and at the press start five show mm. earlier this year he appeared as the blue meanie from yeah. ECW fame, and I was really impressed by him in that match not because he was doing a very accurate blue meanie impression no but because he was doing a lot of really solid wrestling some good suplexes yeah. I tell you what. If suplexes can get Millie McKenzie over, maybe Brendan White should be. Yeah, because he's got a bit some. of size. Yeah. Um, I do worry though. I mean, we saw on the attack show at the weekend Jeff Ramsey. Yeah. Making his debut, very similar. Um, Bishop again, very similar. They're big lads uh, with that kind of style. Um, I just think Brendan just needs that that extra. I think perhaps he should stop being a cowboy. I'm not a hundred percent sure why he's a cowboy. I think he's trying to sort of fit into the fate like you know there there is a long line of wrestling cowboys yep. in in wrestling but that's mainly from countries where cowboys yeah i don't think thing. many of them from blinder gwent no um but you know I, I guess i mean if you look at him physically like yep. there are some comparisons with your stan hansons yeah like he, he's a he's a th- he's a thick man isn't he mm-hmm. um and that's probably where it where it's coming from i think yeah um but I just, it's not a thing. It it don't work for me. Yeah. Like I I just like to see both those guys work more. Yeah. And in different places, um, and just try and spread their wings a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving on. Um, we got a, a suggestion from uh, my brother Adam, um, X Pack. The internet was a mistake, Chris. It's for people like Adam. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. He comes back later with some more sensible yeah, suggestions. Does, yeah. But um, X-Pac... Uh, oh, have you seen X-Pac lately? No. Oh, he's got abs, hasn't he? He's looking good, man. Yeah, yeah. He's in good shape. Looking good. Good for him. Yeah. He's had, you know, a lot of it, I'm sure, is self-inflicted, but he's had a tough old time. Yeah, well done, X-Pac. Yeah. Um, so Meg's back, hmm? this time with some suggestions of her own. Um, she brings up Jamie Hayter as well, um, but she also brings up. We'll start with a couple of names: Cara Noir, yep. and Chris Ridgeway. Okay, we've talked about both of them on this podcast throughout the year. Yep. Um, Cara Noir, I have liked for a while uh, under a different name. I, I, 
since I first saw him wrestling um, as pure Britannico, uh, Lucha Britannia, I've been a big fan of Tom Dawkins for It Is He. Um, and I've especially liked his work as Caranoir. Yeah. Uh, it's, again, it's something different. Yeah. It's something we don't see. Um, if I could compare it to anything, it would be very early Gold Dust. But even that doesn't really say what he does. He's no. a ballet dancer, in a way. The Black Swan type thing. Scary, freaky. It's like a Black uh, androgynous. Swan, Phantom of the Opera yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah, I think... Obviously, it's a really unique thing that to have on the British independency. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think wherever he works, they need to work on the presentation for yeah. him because it can't just be... You can't do the same as everybody else where he just plays no. music and he comes out. Like, he... he... <laughs> He needs a big entrance. Yeah, this and is this a lot is of something places aren't set up for that. I would love to see him come out of progress. I think progress could probably do something with this. Yeah, um, this might be where Glenn is actually useful. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Although um, I don't, it's probably before your time with progress. But progress used to have this thing where they would, for big matches, sometimes they'd do like special entrances. Hmm. It mainly consisted... There was definitely a Jimmy Havoc one and a Gnome Dar one. Yeah. Um, it mainly consisted of the person coming out on the stage and then, like, four other people coming out with, like, just the white... Thea- like, yeah. you know, plain white theatrical masks and some some reference to the gear that the um, that the yeah. wrestler was wearing. So there was one with Gnome Dar where they all were wearing, like, the... the like the um, bomber jackets, that he would, right. are they bomber jackets? I don't yeah, know. it's kind of a Harrington yeah, like, type affair, isn't it? But like they're from like the movie Drive, yeah. or like Jimmy Havoc, and they would come out and they would be splattered with blood or right. whatever. It was like that. They did that a few times, so that's probably what you'd end up with. Yeah, just a few, for, a few for car and Yeah, um, but I mean, in ring, I can't fault him. He's he's really really yeah. good, and that character should push him over the top. Yeah, um, well, he's big in IPW. He he won the uh, the All England title. Yeah, in IPW at the weekend. Well, Dan, Dan kind of goes on to Dan Reed comes back yeah. on the Facebook group. We're doing commentary on a Facebook thread <laughs> at the minute, but he talks about how um, Cara Noir should be going off to bigger, better things. He's basically talking about WWE, mm-hmm. like that the character. Not that WWE are ever going to let exactly that character walk on to WWE TV. But mm. we've seen with, like, Tommy End this year that they've basically gone, yeah, just go and do that, except yeah. we'll do give you a little entrance where you can kind of come up out of the ground or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and that, that might be the best thing. If that opportunity was to come up, mm-hmm. it would be very interesting to see what a bit of NXT polish does to that character because i think that there is a point there to be made that i think the character doesn't really work 100 percent on the indies because you've got him like we we saw him very briefly um at ipw yeah last week and he was doing a thing he came out to um face down kip sabian but it just felt a bit weird in that room like yeah because there's no it's not the right room for that. Yeah, there's a weird atmosphere in there. Yeah. Um, so Chris Ridgway. Chris Ridgway. Yeah. Again, somebody that we've spoken about a lot. I've kind of always had my sort of always tempered 
um, any rave reviews of Chris Ridgway with the, I'm not sure I 100% get it yet. Yeah. I think you're, I, more, you're higher on him than I, I am. am. I see something in him, something very special in him. Um, I see a charisma there, but I've, I've only rarely seen it used right. And I don't know if that's a fault of the promotions uh, that use him and not use him in the right way, or mm. if it's him not getting across what he perhaps should be doing. Well, I mean, last time we spoke about him on the podcast was for Riptide mm-hmm. um, a couple of months ago. And that was a weird one. Yeah. Because he basically ended up forming some kind of alliance with Jack Sexsmith. Yeah. Um, which is a weird... That's a weird combination. I know, like, wrestling is all about yeah. strange bedfellows. Um, but Chris Ridgway probably shines best when he's gruff and yeah. serious. Well, he's, he, his he, nickname's Smash Mouth. Yeah. I just want to see him be in Smash Mouth. I, I want to see him do the All-Star by Smash Mouth. Yeah? Yeah, or Walking on the Sun, the lesser-known um, secondary hit for the band Smash Better Mouth. Better song, I think. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but, yeah, he... <laughs> He looks like a wrestler, doesn't he? He does. He look if you do indie creator wrestler, Chris Ridgeway is what comes out. Yeah, you know, great look, handsome young man, great abs, doesn't he? Um, kick pads. Um, you know, it doesn't surprise me that he fits in with the progress crowd. Mm-hmm. He's been one that whenever uh, I don't go on that fan group anymore, I'm off it. Yeah. Uh, I hate I hate followed it for a while, end up sort of walking away. But whenever um, who should be in um, progress in the future thread comes up, the names were always Chris Brooks, yeah, who has made that leap now, and Chris Ridgway, who's kind of taken his first steps with progress. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to throw a challenge out to any promoters um, or anyone who's got the ear of a promoter. Um, use Chris Ridgway right in 2018. I think you will massively benefit from it. All right. And if you try it and it fails, then that's on me. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, we'll move on. A um, couple of other suggestions from Meg. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley Dunn. Okay. And the tag team of Never Say Die. Right. Um, now, Ashley Dunn, we've seen a fair bit of. Yep. Um, you've used him. Uh, quite a lot in your other guys as a promoter. Yeah. Um, I like Ashley Dunn. Yeah. Um, I, again, I think he's another one of those guys who's a step away from yeah. where he needs to be. Um, deceptively older than you'd think he is, but yeah. still comes across as a kind of a fresh new talent. Yeah. But he, 2017 was a big year for him. Um, got used a lot by Lucha Forever. Yeah. Um, IPW. Picked yeah. him up. He did a couple of shots at Rev Pro. Yeah. Um, so he he just needs to 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 take that one more step, and I think he's definitely able to do it. Yeah. He's got a cheeky little personality. Um, perhaps I would say being a little bit overshadowed by the slightly similar, turned up a bit more Kit Sabian. I mean, they've got similar haircuts for yeah. sure. Um. So, but I think it's there for him. Yeah, I I I re- I really like Ashley. He's a regular on our good wrestling shows. Um, I think there's a lot of promise there. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't got a bad word to say about him. No, whether I realistically think he'll be a breakout star in 2018, I d- I don't know whether I can 
go that far. There's a lot of competition out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he'll have a great year. I think he's had a great year this year. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think his his work with what culture now defiant mm-hmm. as has provided him a really good platform. See, we always forget them. Yeah. They they kind of exist in their own little bubble. Yeah. Um, and it's telling that I'm I'm kind of involved in um, marshalling the UK fan forum. Yeah. Fifty, which we've done every year since the thirteenth, the thirties. Yeah. Thirteenth <laughs> year we've done it in a row. Um, and that there are several people who've had quite good years for what culture stroke defiant who haven't made it into the 50 because yeah. it just it operates in its own sphere yeah but i mean ashley with his partner um uh nick no kelly six kelly six i wouldn't say nikki six no it's not nikki six. no that's a different person isn't it? yeah yeah um they they've teamed a lot they've teamed with will osprey in what culture they've t- taken on the young bucks mm-hmm. and like the bullet club like they've had big matches yeah. in there um so you know he's not he's not been a slouch this year. Uh, and well, the the next steps are more in Rev Pro. I mean, he's dipped a toe at the cockpit. Yeah, in Rev Pro, Progress Fight Club Pro. Um, you know the, the the southern half of the UK. That's the next big steps for him. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting if he makes it. Yeah, good yeah. good luck good yeah. luck to him. Um, and the other um, one was the team of Never Say Die. So Never Say Die is Alex Cupid. Yeah, and Dylan D'Angelo. Um, progress trainees from the Projo before it went off into its knuckle lock, knuckle locks gym. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's called. Uh, it still exists, still training people, I yep. presume. Um, but we saw them uh, on the Tufnell Park Dome show earlier this year, I believe. <laughs> and Chris, I'm sneezing off mic. Um, and and I'm I didn't just know leaving I, I didn't know if it was going to be loud. To, no, I was stifling it. I yeah. was stifling it. Um, so we've seen them there, um, and they seem to be. Yeah, I know they've had they've had a few appearances on main progress shows or mm. like pre shows at, yeah. at the at the ballroom. We've not um, really watched progress. This no, year. so I haven't seen loads of them. Yeah. I, I have seen I've seen their matches online, and mm. they they seem like a very fun tag team. Yeah. Uh, matching gear, so that's good. Isn't that's it? always good. That's very important. Yeah. Um, and people people seem to say good things about them, but um, I might have to betray my ignorance a little bit in that I don't know loads about them. Yeah, educate us. Uh, yeah, um, and I, I think that might come back again a little bit later on yeah. <laughs> in this episode. Um, we will m- move on though. Um, so uh, Ben Gilbert, he he puts forward the name of Robbie X for a great right. 2018. Now, Robbie X is someone who's been around for a while. Yeah, he um, he was on some of the first indie shows I, I ever went to. So that was um, a good five years ago now. Yeah, um, and he seems to be working less places. Um, he's one of those people who, the more he gets into his career, he's, his the places where he works are, are fewer and fewer. Yeah, I mean, he's done in the past. He's done early progress shows. Mm-hmm. He's done attack shows. Yeah. Um, I don't know for certain that he's appeared for Fight Club Pro. I would imagine it wouldn't, it so. wouldn't be out of the question. No. Um, I think he's based in Lincolnshire. Yeah, which is a bit out of the way. And I don't think there's a lot of other other wrestlers from that no. neck of the woods. Um, and the next, the the kind of the big city. To to their sort of outside Lincoln, Nottingham, and that's not really a grap's hotbed, really. 
No, um, but I think part of being in that that area probably put him in with like your sticks mm-hmm. crew. Yeah, and that was reflected in in some of the places he does work. Yeah, he, he works for Southside on a regular basis. Yeah, um, he works for Kamikaze Pro in Birmingham. Yeah, um, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't see his name too many other places. Um, I've seen him a bunch of times. I've ne- can can not say I've ever been disappointed with him. No, he's he's um, certainly started off as like a high flyer. I think he's probably more ground based now. Probably similar, probably a similar sort of tra- tra- trajectory to somebody like Mark Haskins. Mm-hmm. Um, as a smaller guy, you kind of move, you, you adjust your style over time. Yeah. Some people will point to his lack of height. Yeah. Um, say he's a bit too small, but I don't think that's a thing really anymore. You know, it's, I don't think he can be too small. Look at Leo Rush, who was a big name in 2017. Kind of went a bit bad for him towards the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very small. Yeah. Very, very small man. Um, so it shouldn't hold you back. Um, again, Get out and work more places, Robbie X. Yeah. You know, get out of Lincoln. And that's just general life advice as well. <laughs> get out of Lincoln. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like you say, I've never been disappointed with a Robbie X match. I quite liked him as a as a villain a couple of times. saw him in Southside. Um, he was doing... Was it with Mark Haskins that he was kind of... They had a few. ...going after, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, was kind, I was kind of into that character. Yeah. Um, but I don't go to Southside enough to, to follow it. Um, beyond that, um, I'd like to see him more. I haven't seen him at all this year. I haven't been to Southside this year. I have, but I don't know that Robbie X was there the day that I no. went. So interesting. It's interesting that there are names that kind of knock around on the peripheries for for ages and ages, and then you can go for a year without seeing them. Yeah, like I don't. Th- I think I've seen. I don't. No, I don't think I've seen Martin Kirby this year. No. Who is a real, like, somebody who I love watching. Yeah, and he just hasn't come into our, our yes. sphere. Um, the the attack shows that he did do, we didn't go to. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't really worked anywhere else that we've been. Yeah. So. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Um, so next on the list is a name, another name that we we talked a lot about on the podcast. That's Drew Parker. Yeah. Um, now, Drew is kind of... I think as as 2017's kind of drawn to a close, um, seen some different stuff from Drew. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of started with the Death House Fight Club coming yep. out party. Yeah. Um, and then followed by a heel turn in Attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of made another another appearance for Fight Club as, as the year's kind of closed out. Yeah. And he, he's getting some gigs. Yeah. Which is good. Um, I saw someone had uh, put a bit, Jason Prime uh, wants a match with him. Right. Which is, you know, it's pretty cool. It's like Jason Prime is, he's not a big name. Um, he's hes a name that was, this time last year, was talked about someone was going to have a big 2017. Didn't quite kick off for him. Again, WCPW. Yeah. Uh, stroke Defiant. Spent a lot of time there. Um, but the fact that, the name Drew Parker is getting spoken of by people in a different area because Jason Prime's a very northern area. It means Drew might be able to sort of make a, a stretch into there. Yeah. Um, the more people that see him, I think the better for him. 
because with all these names that we're hearing it's just just working everywhere you see the the guys that really made the splash in 2017 um are, are people that that worked everywhere yeah um, spe- specifically chris brooks um is possibly the breakout star of 2017 um he's someone who's had a long career but he's just worked everywhere and i think we said the same thing about trent seven in 2016 trent seven started working more places yeah um and that was to his benefit i think trent seven it was a little bit different because he never worked everywhere no um he worked more places since he became um wwe star than he but leading up to that he was doing icw um he was doing he only does trent only does big shows yeah all right um but yeah drew i still still not 100 percent sure what the uh chin prince thing is and the mask I kind of want him to develop. I, do you know what he, he could do with doing is having a screw knocked loose. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like be, being a weird nutcase who's uncontrollable. Yeah. Um. You know, like you can't quite work out what's going on in his head. But I think maybe if he did a bit more characterization along those lines. Yeah. Um, We'd, I'd be excited to see. And if you do that, Drew, we'll take 10%. Yep. Um, okay, Adam, my brother Adam East is back. Um, okay. This time he, he mentions Ashley Dunn. Yep. He also mentions El Fantasmo. Yeah. But you're a big fan of. Massive fan of El Fantasmo. I like El Fantasmo a lot as yep. well. Um, again, full disclosure, he, he has worked for um, good on on one, on our last show. Yeah. I love watching El Fantasmo. Yep. Um, I was... Really excited to see him have a match uh, attack the other week with Ryan Smile. Yeah, um, real fun a match. Great match. Yeah. Um, I did joke when we first saw El Fantasmo that he was who you'd get if you couldn't afford Angelico. Because he had the dubstep music and the shades. And yeah. The... Um, and there are some similarities there. Uh, they're both kind of flyers, um, both from former British colonies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, both so, with yeah. Um, uh, Mexican influence. Yeah. Both yeah. both uh, non Mexicans with with Spanish names. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, but I'd love to see him do more. Um, I am never never less than excited when El Fantasmo is on a card. Do you know where Angelico's from? South Africa. He's not. He's from Kent. Is he? Yeah, I'm sure it was Kent. Yeah, he's originally born in Kent. All oh, right. Like he's got a really weird accent. Oh. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. Little fact for you. Yeah. I think it was Kent. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was somewhere in the home All counties. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, El Fantasmo, he's getting around now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be interested to see. Yeah, it's just another one of these where it's like, I'll see what happens in 2018. Yeah. I'm excited to see what opportunities open up for these guys. And that's going to be kind of the key for a lot of these guys is where the gaps open up. Yeah. Because this time last year, we the um, WWE UK tournament had been announced. Yeah, so we were all, you know, I, I, everybody was excited about it. Mm. Even if now we're all looking at it, going, mm. what hap- what happened? Yeah, yeah. What, why is it? But it seems like there may be some movement on something to do with um, WWE and the UK scene. Yeah, some guys may year. disappear. Um, whether that means people go, yeah, people going over there full time to work for WWE on on 
on a 100% regular basis um, or whether that means that WWE do finally have more of a presence over here but we will see whether that means that gaps open up for people like your Angelicos, like your Drew Parkers, like Chris Ridgway, because that's what these people need, is they need the opportunities, and mm-hmm. in order to get the opportunities, you need British Strong Style to get out of the way, because <laughs> it always comes back to who's in the main event, it's British yeah. Strong Style. Yeah. Rightly so. Yeah, 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 don't get me wrong, I mean, one of my favourite matches this year was um, British Strong Style against Sendai Girls. Yeah. Uh, like, I will watch them as much as humanly possible, but in order for these guys to come through, you need the other guys to move on. Get your asses out of the way. Yeah. Um, so another person that Adam mentions is another person that um, I don't think many of our listeners will be that familiar with. Um, he's a local wrestler who's appeared um, on our last good show. And we've seen we've seen him from his very early we have. days. Um, he's a fella called Anthony Mafia. Yeah. Um does one of those urban street tough gimmicks. Yeah. Um, does brap, brap, brap. Yeah, he does Hello. lots of that. Calling people fam. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Adam's really high on him. Yeah. I, I've always really enjoyed watching him. Yeah. Really enjoy. He's he, like... He's a ridiculous character. Well, he... Uh, so, you know, some of the stuff that we talk about with, like, Drew or with Brendan White or with Ashley Dunn um, is, is that what do they have to do to sort of click and move on to the next level? And for a lot of them, it's something in their character that will help them connect with the audience. I think Anti-Mafia has that in spades. Mm. I think he is a character that um, that the audience will... They, they know what that character is as soon as he walks out and he follows through on it all the way. He's willing to make himself look like an idiot where necessary. Now, I would say that that is a slight weakness. For his long-term career. You reckon? Yeah. I think if... There are two ways of doing the kind of urban gimmick. Um, There's the anti-mafia Roy Johnson. Um, It's slightly minstreling a little bit. Um, And then there's the New Jack stuff where you fully commit. You're full out. Okay. Um, And and we talked um, the other week when we did the Fight Club Pro podcast about the fact that low-key eddie kingston and homicide were were frightening um they were very good heels because there was a threat to them and i do wonder if anti mafia shouldn't perhaps be a bit more threatening and a bit I don't less know. i I, of... I think you've got um i mean it's a short i, I think cut, it's and I, it think, works. I think it's all to do with what the situation demands mm. so eddie kingston can look like an idiot when yeah. the situation requires it. Eddie Kingston did lots of work in Chikara, yeah, um, where he he looked like a fool. Homicide um, has definitely done stuff where mm. you know maybe not like a complete idiot, but like they when you're a villain, sometimes you're going to get shown up by somebody yeah. who is going to make you look silly. Um, I think that I think what you need to be careful with with that comparison. As well, like Roy Johnson and somebody like Anthony Mafia, and then talking about homicide or Eddie Kingston, is that there are cultural differences there? Of course, so yeah. The, these uh, these guys are doing a more sort of like London grime scene sort of gimmick because that is the country, that is our culture now, mm. that is 2017. Whereas those guys are doing 
you know street thug from urban usa yeah thing so there are differences um i i think anthony matthew's got a long way to go before of course yeah before he's really like knocking on on the doors of any any of the bigger companies and and troubling anyone that way um but i think he's he looks apart he's athletic yeah um he's he's kind he's kind of there in terms of being able to hold himself in in the ring mm-hmm. um he's never sort of embarrassed himself i mean so we just a little bit of background um we used to go to um what started off as the wrestling what's northampton what was it called originally it was like the northampton school of professional wrestling wasn't yeah. it and then it became wrestling institute of northampton it was a local school show um in a small gym like literally round the corner from where my flat used to be um and we would go we would pay a pound to get in yeah um tiny little room ring stuck at one end of the room um rows of seats probably 20 people there on a good day um and we would watch these trainees take their first sort of steps into what hopefully for some of them might turn out to be a professional wrestling career um and he was always the one that kind of stood out there there were a couple of other guys who yeah who kind of looked the part he was the one who was more rounded yeah he he had a grip on what his gimmick was and his work didn't let him down yeah and you know he he there was never a moment where you were like Oh, that's a guy who's who's bought his gear off the internet and doesn't no. doesn't quite know what he wants to be as a wrestler. He knew he knows what he wants to be, hmm. and I, I kind of admire that for such a young yeah. wrestler, somebody so young in their career. We'll see what happens. I just want to see him shoot someone. No, you don't. No, I really don't. That would no. be horrible. Um, so we've got the last couple of names um, from Andy Ogden. Um, now this is really where we belie our ignorance. Yeah, um, we've got a real blind spot here. So I'll just I'll just um, uh, give you the names. It's Sheik El Sham and Philip Michael from PCW. Yeah. Now PCW is not something we we watch. No, I've never been to PCW. No. Um, I have a Powerbomb subscription. Yeah. Um, I haven't yet been able to catch a live PCW show. No. I've seen some PCW over the years. Nothing recent, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is a massive black hole, um, and you find a lot of the guys who work for PCW also work Future Shock, uh, Grand Pro, um, the Northern promotions, yeah. uh, and we don't get up north. However, PCW on the list for 2018, Chris. Yeah. We'll try and get up there, and we'll try and have a look at it. Yeah, um, um, I'm also told Matthew Brooks is pretty good from up that up that way. Does an opera singer, yeah, um, kind of gimmick, and they've got a lot of good young female talent there. Rio, Jenny B. Um, so it seems like PCW have had a weird couple of years. Um, they've fallen away from being they, one of the top yeah. promotions and they, they seem to be rebuilding a bit there. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so it's a bit embarrassing, a bit of a blind spot, but yeah. we can't know everything about everything. No. But th- this is why this group is so good. Yeah. And um, this is why threads like this are so good. I put a thread on there the other day for recommendations for matches that I might have missed this year um, from the UK and beyond. Um, and I've got a list of 20 matches to watch over Christmas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, get on there. Join in. Um, that's it. There's nobody else is going to be any well, good Chris, in 2018. Have you, have you got any names? Oh. Um, I'll throw in one. I think... Charlie Evans. 
is going to have a big year in 2018. Yeah. Um, she came over here from Australia um, sort of for the last couple of months yeah. of 2017. Worked a few places. Um, done some stuff at Paris and Eve, uh, Attack, uh, Fight Club Pro. Um, just, you know, the, the usual places. Uh, but slowly getting her name out there. Yeah. Um, I think she is a great wrestler. Yeah. Um, her character work is just super yeah, I, uh, although she's going to have to, I think somebody's going to have to decide for uh, where she where she wants to go with this, like yep. where they want her to go, because we've seen her as a villain, great. Yeah, we've seen her as a good guy, and it was good as well. Yeah, and it is good to be able to work both sides, but sometimes for to make an impact, I think you've got to pick one and really work hard at that. Yeah, um, especially if you're just trying to establish yourself. But I think she is going to have a big 2018 in the UK. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pick someone. I'm going to pick Super Santos Jr. Yeah. Because I, I got a soft spot for him. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, I'm going to go out on, on a limb. No. I want to know what's going to happen with Shea Purser in 2018. Yeah, because um, if you listen to our last podcast about Attack Pro yeah. Wrestling's Missile Tour, um, Shea lost a loser leaves attack yeah. match. Um, so he can't be in attack anymore. Yeah. Um, he presumably can still be in Dragon Pro. Yeah. Um, he does a few bits in Chaos. Uh, he's Mr. Bananas, I think, in, in Chaos. Right. I mean, I was thinking about it. It's not really time to go to university right now, is it? Well, I think it is. I think he's... Or I think... Because well, no. he only just turned 18. Uh, so yeah, if so he was going to go to university, while, yeah. it wouldn't be until yeah. like, later in the year. Um, what I don't know what he's doing in Fight Club. Is he a referee? Is he a wrestler? Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what Shea Persa does. I think he needs to get away from being Shea Persa, evil child referee. Yeah. Um, and I have no idea how he's going to do it. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. So excite us, Shea. Yeah. But um, maybe we'll leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, keep listening to other things. <laughs> I'm not going to do a big fancy thing because this is a special episode. Yeah. Um, but you can just if you've been listening to this late at night we had joy we had fun we had seasons in the sun but the hills that we crashed were the seasons out of time all our lives we had fun we had seasons in the sun Nothing will let me be Where the sky is on the beach